once you understand this and live in the moment, you're going to win. Once you can let go of your own insecurities and the high horse of your so-called accomplishments in a work environment or school environment or whatever the fuck environment you're in, you're finally going to see things clearly and evaluate the reality of your role and responsibility. Got it? I, I, um, I'm a Star Wars fan. I don't know if you've ever seen Star Wars. Um, of course. Not, there's, a, there's a quote that gets replayed in my head over and over again when people talk. I just hear it. I don't really say it out loud. I don't think I've ever actually said this out loud publicly. You've probably never heard me say this, but I, I think about the words, much fear I sense in you, right? And so a lot of people that are that are listening or reading, you know, to me or consuming my content, some of, the, some of these people might just be leaving school, they're getting ready to graduate, they've just, you know, maybe entered or preparing to enter their first big job like you. Um, you know, some people might be working at a big media company uh, or a small startup with a lot less employees or either way, uh, Thomas, I've got some advice to kind of help you navigate this transition right now. Let me, let me go to my, my Yoda-ness for a minute. And, and I know it feels like the world is watching and parents and friends and teachers and classmates and colleagues are setting expectations for what it looks like to succeed. And from the hundreds, if not thousands of interactions that I've ever had with individuals, even lately that are 16 to 25. How old are you, Thomas? I am 42. All right. So I'm three years older than you. So respect me. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, <laughs> lately I've been talking to 16 to 25s. And then, you know, I, I do talk to the 30 and 40 year olds as well. But I, I do that in the, in the same in this exact same position. And here's what I've historically seen people get caught up with and where I think I can help. Okay. My perspective is nuanced because I've been there and done that and I've got 25 years of real operating experience, which has instilled a level of understanding and a level of patience that so many people need. And I see the distress and I see the insecurities of those who are just starting and don't know what to do, right? A lot of, a lot of you, if not all of you, are, are caught up in the game of, hey, when's it going to happen for me, man? When's my time going to come, right? How will I get there? How do I find my passion or fulfill my potential? Like, you know, we put ourselves in positions where things are changing and you have to step outside of your comfort zone, right? Maybe you're successful in your last city. Maybe you were successful in your last school or your sports team or your friend group or your neighborhood or your previous environment. And now our deep insecurities about proving ourselves have us on edge. I, I got laid off after 20, you know, after giving 25 years to the security industry two years ago. And I literally felt like I had this deep insecurity that I had to prove myself and it had me on edge, bro. But the good news is with self-awareness this year, 
and just really looking and asking, you know, looking in the mirror and asking myself that question every morning, you know, what is it that you love? Go do that. And it starts and stops with your ability to get rid of those unnecessary expectations also along the way. And the number one way to make yourself happy, Thomas, is to get rid of expectations for yourself and others. Like I tell, you know, I tell kids who are just graduating college or, you know, people like you starting a new job or whatever it is, you need to go and just live in the moment, right? The fact that you're stressed out about making it uh, at 19, like I tell my son Gabe, you know, you're, you're you're stressed out about making it at 19 or 23 or 27 or 42. It just needs to stop because you're entering a totally different chapter and you have to realize this is a different chapter. You can't use the words from previous chapters to create a new one. You're, you're coming into a new chapter and a radically new environment where your work-life balance your identity at 42, my identity at 45, the day-to-day actions are going to change. Nobody's first job or starting position has even the slightest indication of future success. Look, many of the companies that you go to work for today, like you're looking right now, right? There's a little bit of uncertainty, edge, rumors flying, all of that stuff. You know, somebody got fired or laid off, whatever it is. Literally, it is not going to be around by the time you're 50, and that's eight years from now. But you know what's nice about 50? And I think about this every day. I have five years to 50. You have eight. But for me, 50 is halftime. You have to ask yourself, what is 50 for you, right? For me, 50 is halftime. And Julie goes, you think you're going to live to 100? I'm like, I know I'm going to live to 100. I know I'm going to live to 100. I I want it so badly. I'm going to live to 100. I'm going to, and I'm going to die trying if I, if it doesn't, if it stops at 91, I'll be happy as fuck, you know? But your life, your life and career is going to change a lot. Your passion, your interests, your talents, your abilities, they're going to change a lot right now. You ain't 32 or 22 anymore. You're 42. Your status, your insecurities, your income, your friends, your colleagues, they'll most likely change a lot. And you have to remember that my first job, my first job was going walking at four o'clock in the morning on the streets of London at the age of 15 I was by myself I'm on the street at 4 a.m. and I'm walking to a building called RCI it became later became this was in in 1989 I'm on the streets of London in 1989 walking to a building at 4 a.m. actually I had to be there by four called RCI which became the biggest timeshare company later and I would go in and I would scan my badge. I don't even know how I got that job at 15, man. I must have lied on the application. Um, <laughs> I went I went in, I scanned my badge, I put on my overalls, I grabbed my bucket, I grabbed my mop, and I grabbed a bag of garbage, uh, garbage bags. I emptied out all the trash on every floor. There were 22 floors. And I did that from 4 a.m. to about 7 a.m. 
and I got paid four pounds an hour, and then I left. And then I'd go to Perfect Pizza at eight o'clock in the morning, and I, I would just work. I was supposed to be in school, man. You know what I mean? But I needed the yeah. money. But a lot right. has changed. A lot has changed. That's my first job, right? Two bucks an hour, um, doing doing crappy work. But the prospect of me achieving great success didn't look so firm back then. But boy, have things changed, bro. Here I am, an immigrant from East Africa. I'm, I'm married to an American. 27 years to uh, this in four days is my 25th wedding anniversary. I have three wonderful boys. We own three cars. We own a house. It's not a very big house. It's a very small. It's actually a pretty crappy house, but it's my house. Right. We go on vacations. We cry. We love. We laugh. We play. You know, but things have changed, right? My salary is good. My wife's salary is good. She has a college degree, but she makes you know fifty, sixty grand a year as a third grade school teacher. I'm a master trainer and facilitator with a side hustle on eBay. I'm nothing special, but I'm so happy, right? Because I get to have these conversations with you. That's going to bring value to so many other people on the face of this planet. But it brings me back to the philosophy of: I think you should close your eyes for a little while, which is a plea for me to everybody. Making a transition like yours to just let go, work hard, live every single moment, experience day by day, suffocate negativity, make positivity loud before you even begin to evaluate what it is that you want to do or what your legacy is going to be when you grow old. Sounds good. Sometimes you. Sometimes you just have to stop and listen to those that cry. It's not that they're right. broken. It's not that they're broken. You ain't broken, bro. Me and you are not broken. We just need someone to listen to us every once in a while, which no. is why I called you. That's why I called you, man. Just need a yeah. need a voice to to lean on or to listen to or hear. That's why I answer right. my phone. That's why I give everybody my phone number. Right. I'm getting ready to put my cell phone number out on the air on a podcast for, for oh, yeah? millions of I, I, dude. My wife is like, you're gonna get so many phone calls. I said, I know. I want to wow. break my phone. I want to break my phone because if you're listening to this right now and you're driving down the road or you're working out or you're you know just feet, you know you're, you're sitting somewhere in bed trying to pontificate or ponder what the fuck you're gonna do for the rest of your life. Maybe this would be that voice that picks you up, and then you get my number and text me, and then I say, "I'm with you. All right, I love you." And, and they and they text me back and go, "Is this a robot?" This is <laughs> a I'm robot. Like, robot. I'm like, I'm right. like, no, man. This ain't a, this ain't automation. This is not a robot. It's me. <laughs> and they're like, "Holy shit! This really? Holy shit! You gave out your phone number, and I and you're just like a normal person." And I'm like,、okay. that's what we are. We're humans, man. We just need this every once in a while, and it's okay. It's all okay. It's all okay. Yeah, you're right, man. Sometimes you, you know you just gotta. Sometimes you got you just gotta you just gotta stand firm and fight. You know what I mean?、Um, that's right. Right. And I'll be honest. This is a good experience. I I, lo- I love the fact and interacting with people and going to people's homes and and, and going for sales. 
uh, I guess a lot of people right now, you know, I don't know if you've been getting feedback. Oh my God, ACE and ACI. It's a good thing actually, you know. But but I guess from my point of view, it's more training, more this, more that. You know what I mean? More this. So it's like okay, you know. I get it. You said, man. I get it. You just yeah. want to. Yeah, you're yeah, ready yeah. to make some money, and you don't want to deal with yeah. you know some of the the hoopla and all of that stuff. I get it. But listen, my number one advice to you. And look, uh, th- this is not advice I'm just giving. This is advice that I have. I would tell myself. So if I was in the same position, what would I do to feed my family? I would not quit my day job until I started a side hustle to taste different things. Because the best time to find a job that you love is when you got a job. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Handle, handle yourself. Dude, handle your task and your learning day by day. The biggest mistake I see people make is that they get caught up in the details of how they're actually providing value to a company. Like too many people are romantic about having to do this or only doing that. But the reality is your actual job is going to be a different story. So if you're joining a company or you're, you know, a new team within your existing company, you have to be comfortable with the chaos of change. On a day-to-day you're going to have new tasks, new projects, new conversations, new meetings, new emails, new phone calls, new customers, new deliverables, all of that stuff. But the company is going to change. Yeah, right. the team is the team is going to change. Your priorities are going to change. Your deliverables are going to change. Your boss's motivation and outlook will change. Your boss may even change. But you know what? At the end of that you too have to change. So, it's important that you learn to love the process by living in dirt and obsessing over the details. So, in the micro, which is a daily basis every day, you got to go all in on the task at hand, but still staying patient in the macro on the long journey and evaluating your life in 10-year terms. 52, 62, 72. Wait. 42 52 62 72 82 92 that dude you still have five more decades to live to 92 five decades think about you're going to live as long as you have lived now you get to do it all over again to 84 dude how cool is that to know yeah. that you've lived for 42 years and everything you've ever done in your life you get to do again and maybe even better and then maybe even some more you got to go all in but still being patient because you still have those 50 years left right Oppor- you know g- brother be open to opportunities just try taste test learn there's absolutely no way for you to find your passion especially within the context of work if you don't try a vast array of things go intern for an executive go work for free for somebody spend time after hours talking with a merchant or learning what a merchant is before you go applying for a job that you that you think you might like but you're going to hate start doing that or try trying to help a CFO or trying to help a manager or a branch sales manager or somebody in your business and say I don't know shit about merchanting or I don't know anything about this or that you know can you teach me can i can i 
learn from you? Can I hang with you? Can I do this? I, I just get lunch with a project manager. Spend a day working on uh, making, you know, Facebook content or LinkedIn content or Twitter content. Are you looking at my stuff online? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I haven't recently. I'm still there. I haven't gone anywhere. So when you okay. come back and you open up my my content, it's gonna be the same shit over and over again. You didn't miss anything. Okay. Why do you think I say? Why do you think I say the same thing over and over again? Right? Because right. it might take you three weeks, three three months, three years. And then you hear it again and you're like, shit, I need to do that, right? Or he's right or, and, and I'm going to say, I know because I'm living it. I'm doing it right now. But right. don't do something that you hate. Do something that makes you happy. Even in your own department, you're going to have to learn to love change, but be comfortable with the fact that what you do today is not necessarily going to be what you do tomorrow. Just accept it. Just embrace it. Just enjoy right. it. Just learn from it. Hey, man. You know what? I yes, was sir. already, I was already thinking that, but to hear you say it, and, and I trust, and I trust the training that, you know, like you said, man. Sometimes hearing that second voice, getting that confirmation, uh, yep. to get you in, in, in agreement with what you were thinking, makes a difference. You know what I mean? So, like you said, give it, a, give it I'm just gonna give it a chance, give it a shot. Like you said, this department, you know about this department. It's a lot of changes going on. Like you said, and you are absolutely right. I deal with changes every day. Nothing's the same. Every day, is, it's a different different customer, a different situation, different setup. Everything's different. You know what I mean? So you are right about that. With this division, if you can't, if you don't know how to deal and handle and cope with changes, you're not going to make it. You're not, you're not going to stay with it. You know what I mean? But I do love. You gotta, I, I do love what. Yeah, I do like what I do. I do love what I do. Like you said, I guess. I guess all this, all this merging going on. Everybody's thinking, "Oh my God, more products, more training." You know. So I, so I was like, and then I got that email. You become from, the you you become the person you hang out with. Let, right. You need to get quiet in your own head. Entrepreneurship exactly. is lonely because we we suffocate negativity by walking away from it and spending less time with it and making positivity more loud and sometimes it takes a conversation like this for you to go all in by yourself and love your family first because none of that stuff that other people are ranting about and complaining about even matters because they're not doing shit about it you need to do something about it you need to be practical practical bro Respect the fact that your previous success doesn't map to your current environment. You have to understand that school and training is not the same as a professional career. Your success in the traditional training room or college system or high school or whatever doesn't map to your abilities and actions at work. Just because you are the captain of your lacrosse team or your soccer team or football doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a great manager. Just because you're a great sales rep selling, you know, two million bucks a year doesn't mean you're going to be a good manager, a mentor, or a leader of a team in a traditional work environment. Your good grades, your ability to write research papers or do extra credit in class has very little to do with the ability to produce the deliverables that a company might desire. The principles of showing up on time, learning and developing new skills, 
completing assignments and staying on track still apply, bro. The environment, the energy, the execution, the atmosphere definitely will change. And you can only map the blueprint of school or training being a learning ground for how to take direction and complete assignments in the corporate world. It's not that your success in training is irrelevant, but more so the fact that it is separate and independent from your success at work. You got to realize that training or whatever or the coding boot camp you did last summer or the stupid LinkedIn class you took or the master class or whatever or the internship you just had is an independent experience and doesn't map to your current situation. You have to approach every transition, every chapter and opportunity as something completely new with its own set of rules, its own set of responsibilities and dynamics at the play. So once you understand this, you'll unlock and click that uh, that happiness and live in the moment, you will win. And once you can let go of your own insecurities, the high horse of your so-called accomplishments in a training class environment, whatever award you got back in the day or blah blah blah, you'll finally see things clearly and you'll start evaluating the reality of your role and responsibility. Bro, act in the moment. Accomplish the task at hand. You have to operate without any preconceived notions of success because the money ain't going to get into the bank account by itself. That's the expectation in order to succeed. You got to take things day by day, be utterly unromantic to work and deliverables that are expected of you. You got to be open to change. You got to be willing to try so many other things as humanly possible over a 10-year period. before you can even think about your passion or purpose in life. You got to be willing to back up your ambition with real action and not let your ego get ahead of the results. You got to be willing to learn, you got to be willing to do whatever it takes for you to succeed. And and I'll say this, most of all, you have to deploy patience and realize that it doesn't happen overnight. This process is years in the making and you've got time you have nothing but time okay that's what it is you're exactly right patience and accepting and you're right all right Jerry. You did, hey man i did, I, I, pre- I, I i appreciate you man i love I, really it. Do, I love man. this stuff i appreciate it too brother i love it so much it's it's healing for my heart it gives yeah. me another you know it gives me another 2 <laughs> to 3 weeks in my mind to go yeah. do and be practical and start making phone calls and start creating content and letting people know, you know, online and on social media what it is that you do and and give them value for free and the market will come to you. Don't ask for shit. Don't take from the community by trying to sell sell your product. Give them value. How do you give people value so they can appreciate you, like you, follow you, have a conversation with you and then when they're ready, they will come to you. Keep putting out content, keep putting out thoughts get into conversations on LinkedIn and Twitter you know talk to people connect with people and make relationships give them the value you'll get everything in life you want as long as you'll help enough other people get what they want and the market will come to you and you'll see the commission checks grow okay that's good advice that's the best advice no joke i appreciate you man i love you brother all right man take care okay man bye
Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world to me, and I mean the world to me, if you could go leave a rating on iTunes. Your word of mouth is my oxygen.